Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Joe! Yes. Doing pretty good. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, just feeling good, man. Got beat up at the gym for the first time since Wednesday. Feeling good. Just got beat up. Yeah. How about you try to explain that one real quick? Well, you know, it's not just a one-way street. Feeling good. It's just not just got beat up. <laughs> it's not just a one-way street, Ryan. It's it's not like a Facebook status update or a tweet that I'm expecting to see very often. Yeah. Um, you know, I dominated rounds against people I was supposed to dominate rounds against, and I didn't get my ass as badly beat as I should have against other guys. It was a good day. Okay. Okay. And then, right on, um, man. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to work tomorrow, I'm actually excited about that. I haven't been You're to... You're excited about... What is going on with the start of this show, Joe? Dude, Just so... got beat up. Super pumped about <laughs> it. Can't wait to go back to work on Monday. Oh, man. what a! It's just a great week to be Joe. I haven't been to work since the 24th. That's the longest okay. I've ever had off of work. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, we just... They switched around our vacation time, and they're like, you get the whole week off, and I had enough so it's all paid, enough like vacation left over. Some people got screwed and didn't get paid for two of the days. Right. Hey, uh, right off the bat, uh, did you want to – we missed a little something at the beginning. Uh-oh, what did we miss? Sponsorship. Mine? For the show. No, for the show. No, nobody cares about your sponsorship, Joe, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. Who's the show presented by? This week, the show is brought to you by Blooming Prairie RC Park. They're located in southern Minnesota, not too far out of Rochester. They have a great group. They have rental vehicles. They have rental transponders for their um, system. They run off of live time. What kind of racing do they do there, Joe? Uh, they do outdoor off-road racing, loose dirt style. It's a blast. I've been down one there. One tenth, one eighth, all of it, all of the above. Yeah, the you, if you bring an off-road vehicle there, they will find a class for you to run it in. Just imagine what a great weekend you would have had if you would have gone to Blooming Prairie RC Race Park. You got beat up. You were super pumped about that. You can't friggin' wait to go to work tomorrow morning and you would have got to do some rc but right i mean that would that would have been epic weekends aren't supposed to be that good yeah it's hard to fit it all in i mean yeah, yeah that that's overloading the senses there but no yeah. seriously though um when the snow melts to the until the snow flies they race every saturday their big race this year is going to be september 11th and we're trying to go yeah, for sure, because it's a week before an MNRC race. Yep. So I'm for sure. And, and Joe 3, I, Joe 3 is a made friends down there. I felt bad, so this is a little sidebar. Um, the owner's son brought Joe 3 a present to the track, and he wasn't there. Oh, how freaking cute is that? I know, uh, he dude. He brought it to the toy box? Yeah, and they've been showing up to the toy box driving two-plus sure. hours. Yeah, they're driving a long way to get to the toy box. That yeah. is that's hardcore. Yeah, and there's a few of them. They had like eight guys there. Oh, good grief! Yeah, it was awesome. 
Um, and then there's other guys from southern Minnesota area that are coming, too. Everybody's going to the toy box. Well, it's the only game in town it right really now. Is. Yes. So, unfortunately, we're going to pump them up with some free advertising, and you know that I'm against that. Yep. You know that I'm just not a fan. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, check out Blooming Prairie on the Facebook on their Facebook page, and uh, yeah, when the snow melts, get down there for some racing, guys. In the meantime, uh, we are still living in what feels like a dictatorship oh, here in Minnesota, for sure. So, if you want to have some fun, you got to go to the Toy Box in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Uh, that is not a sponsored plug. It's just conversation. If we don't talk about it, we don't have a show. I went to the toy box recently. That was my segue. Yes, um, you did. I went racing and that huh. shouldn't be news. Is that the first time for a, in... person, for a person that's on an RC podcast? Me going racing should not be news. <laughs> we don't cover it every time that you go racing. Right. But I only go every couple of months. Yeah. I had a freaking blast. That's uh, good. The new layout's I'd, fun, isn't it? I don't know if anybody w- expected me to show up with a stadium truck, but I wasn't done with it yet. I did a little live broadcast on the RC Racing Group. Shout out to Alan Smith and his Facebook group. Uh, you can sponsor the show, actually, if you'd like to, Alan. I, there's no monetary gain in it for you. I don't know why you would, but if you just want to give us money, uh, <laughs> Joe and I will take it and we'll buy RC parts with it. So, yeah, I went uh, to the Toy Box for Wednesday Night Worlds, the last Wednesday Night Worlds of 2020. Yeah. How'd you do? Quite possibly the penultimate year in human existence. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, it might it might be all over yeah. in 2021. We don't know. Well, you know, it's not going to stay the same. It's either going to get way worse. It was supposed to be 2012. Maybe they're dyslexic. Yeah. It's going to get way worse or way better. Right? There's but no in the meantime, middle. life is pretty good for us. Uh I went to the toy box, hadn't raced 10th scale clay in pretty close to a year. Okay. I don't know if the last race that I went to was at the 510 in Foley, Minnesota, or at the toy box. But, yeah, I showed up uh, up with tires that also hadn't been uh, touched or prepped or properly cared for (laughs) in the last year. But you know what? What? Uh, I, I struggled like hell in practice. Uh, team associated direct. Oh, I just did it again. So this guy that drives for a company called that rhymes with Shmima Shmoshiated. Yeah. Uh, gave me some help. Kyle Holmberg was a ton of help. Uh, yeah, he's always me make good some help. adjustments. And I, I had never had to make adjustments on that car before. I bought it from him. Okay. It's, it's one of his. It's one of his old clapped out jalopy race cars. They're plenty good for us. Slapped it on the track. Uh, a year and a half or two years ago, never had to adjust it. But I did need some adjustments, and I think they had to do with how bad my tires were. They um, they were a little bit akin to concrete. Okay, yeah. They were pretty hard, and I, I tried. Uh, I sauced them the night before, threw them in a bag. Uh, I didn't heat them up. I was I was thinking about you know trying to add some heat to them somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get that far, and lo and behold. I had two clean runs. Nice. So out of out of four races, I did uh, two heats. I had to race the B main and then the A main. Um, I had two clean runs. My second heat race and my B main, I had uh, not no mistakes, but no crashes. No crashes, no marshals. So I got a question for you. In the quad, Shoot. 
in the quad, are you single, double, single, or double, double? Correct. Well, it's, what the hell are we doing here? I, I don't need to give that stuff away. If you want to see what I do in the quad, <laughs> come on out to the toy box. While you're there, talk to the guys from Blooming Prairie RC. Yeah. Talk about what you're going to do this summer. And, uh, you know, if, if you're curious, maybe you can watch a really average RC driver go through the quad. No, I, yeah, I'm uh, going hard to the inside. Uh, my car is pushing because I I like that. I've yep. always liked a car that pushes, so I know I'm not going to tuck the inside pipe. And I uh, try to roll over that single as fast as I can. I catch a little bit of air. Then I do the double, then I jump out yep. on the single, try to jump like halfway into that next chicane. Right. And, um, gosh, it went well. I, I, I was true to my own form. I was nowhere near the fastest guy in my B main or obviously the A main. I, I, I got fifth in the A main, but, uh, didn't drive all that well. But in the B main, um, I did make a mistake on the first lap. And Randy Anger, I didn't put him in a new segment that we have tonight, which is uh, uh, RC driver shoutouts. But I should have. Uh, Randy checked up. I made a fishtailing mistake right before that, the turn before the quad. Yep. So I'm going into the right-hander. I fishtail before the corner entry, and Randy hops on the brakes and does not run me over really? on the first lap of the race. Because uh, I don't know Randy all that well, but one thing I know about racing with him, super clean. Um, if, if his car's there, he's got great, great car control. I've I've, I've never actually seen him with an ill handling car or one that I would call that. So yeah, he checked up, didn't run me over, but everybody else accordioned into each other. (laughs) And that let me get away for a while. I didn't get away and stay away for the whole race because I was going quite a bit slower than some of the other guys. But what I did do is, um, for whatever reason, I didn't get rattled. Normally I do. Yeah. Um, a couple guys came up to challenge I drove a really wide track. I wasn't going to let anybody have it for free. I think that's bullshit. No. If you're if you're faster than me, prove it. Make the pass. Well, it, it try, depends. Try Are they lapping you? Are they lapping you? No, no, no. Oh, if it's oh, for well, position? Obviously, obviously, they're not lapping Oh, if it's for position. Place, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it's presi- – I was confused because you're like, you're not giving – I'm. you're right. You don't give it. I thought. No, what... but we've had that question before on this show. People – People that consider themselves slower have said, well, I'll get out of the way for such and such. That's your own prerogative. If you want to ruin your race, because the easiest way to ruin your race is to leave your line for half a second to let somebody by. That being said, when I'm being lapped, uh, (laughs) that means I'm in like sixth or seventh place, right? right? I really don't care if I get the guy in front of me. So if I have to move over and ruin a lap, I'll do it because I don't want to take out uh, the better drivers, the guys that are helping me have more fun at the track. Yeah. Cause we're, I don't know how it is all over the country. We're super blessed, um, with great, great, uh, sponsored chassis sponsored driver. Not you. We're <laughs> not blessed with you. We're well, just blessed with chassis sponsored drivers yeah. that help us tune our cars. And that's a good segue, Joe. Uh, you got some news. You got some yes. good news for yourself. Yes. Adding not for on the show. Adding Let's be on clear to, here. They yeah. don't sponsor the show. They sponsor <laughs> the Joe. Adding on to silly season, um, I got picked up by J Concept. Oh, yeah, Tires you got for... picked up all right, <laughs> like a hot date on Rodeo Drive. Yeah. No, I was talking to Jason. I'm like, 
you know, look, this is the deal. And I was taught, he's like, Oh yeah, dude, I'm super excited to have you on the team and all that. And yeah, I'm actually excited to meet Jason in face for, in person for the first time in February. Can you, can like, you fill people in a little bit? Jason Rona's owner of J concepts. And which is your new sponsor, my new tire sponsor. Right. And bodies, accessories, all that. Jason and I, uh, I've talked to him a bunch, but it's rarely about RC. He's... Are we going to hammer on him for more stadium truck bodies now that you're a sponsored driver? No. Because, you know, I'm totally team stadium truck. Well, I talked to him about um, making... Basically, a... our, our option is the finisher, correct? Uh, there's another one. There's a really... I, I hate to say it. It's a really ugly square one that yep. J.R. Simpler runs. Right. And then there's the one um, Kyle and I had on ours. Oh, um, is that the finisher? I think. There's okay. two of them. It's the newest one. But sure. I, I was talking to him um, a while back. I'm like, you know, you want? I go to him. I, you want to make a million dollars. You make a super low-profile carpet front tire for the truck that doesn't require foams. Oh, God, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. After I drive in my truck on clay, I'm not putting any carpet shit back on I came out with so much track. energy, and now you want to talk about stadium truck on carpet. Yeah, Holy I, shit, it's man. It's just a segue. And he, Oof, into he, what? He straight up goes, dude, truck's not doing great, is all he really said. When is it ever? It used to. Yeah, in 1995. I would say up until. How many years ago was that? I that would was say years ago. I would say up until eight years ago it was doing well. Okay. But All right. Yeah. No. Is he? It's not doing that great. I, it could it be picking not. up, but the glory days are over, dude. But I had gas fun truck with mine. Isn't coming back. Jared Tebow is not going to go out and dominate gas truck races. God, how uh, how many? Of It'd his... be cool to be proved wrong. It would be, but but they know. don't really they don't really do outdoor. 10th scale even at the national level anymore no There's, they don't is there even one race anymore because the cactus classic is inside now well, isn't it they have a couple big races in florida well that yeah that state is just uh mega i don't for outdoor 10th scale racing i think but other than that yeah i'm i'm thinking state by state maybe california well for sure right. california but I mean, we it's not we like it used to be truck in yeah. texas or at least they were yeah, it, it's not like it used to be or anything close to. You're right. It's outdoor tent scale is um, not very popular. They're building the tracks for a scale. I mean, dude, would Do you, you think if somebody did it here in the Twin Cities though that it would catch a lot of us? Yeah, and especially people that aren't willing to go out and spend eighth scale money, which I cannot blame them for. Well, that's exactly right. In both J Concepts and Proline, and I believe Ross Speed, and I believe AKA, they all You're seeing a lot of names, and I, I've never heard of them before. Yeah, they all yeah, have never heard of these companies. They all have a tire option that would work for outdoor. You don't have a million options, but they all have a tire option that would work yep. for outdoor. We're not going to tell you what they are, but. You know, we might, <laughs> some of those companies, give us money. I, I like the way you're going with this. This is like, I'm, I've turned it into a Peanuts holiday special. Wah, wah, it's all wah, about wah. it's all about commercialization now. Yeah. If you if you look, go back and watch some of them Peanuts programs, a lot of it oh, has dude. to do with commercialization. For the, sure. Apparently the writer was, you know, very anti-establishment. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, you got a sponsor, blah, blah, blah. Oh, 
stadium truck. So, yeah, I'm building one. Uh, I even went out and got fresh guts with it. And nice. the reason I did that is because the very first time I showed up to the track with one, there wasn't a class for it. They let it run with two-wheel drive short course. Yep. Which I I wouldn't I wouldn't be that awesome with that fact if I was running a two-wheel drive short course. But yeah. whatever. That's that's another topic for another day or or never. Um. So I'm gonna bring it with me, right? When I go clay racing, yeah. I I want to run that stadium truck. I want to run two two-wheel drive vehicles. Right. But I I decided. At first, I was like, all right, I'll rip the guts out of this mini truggy. I'll only use it in the summer. Well, that plan, I'm throwing that out the window because I went and got an ESC and an, a KO, uh, KO Propo Servo for the uh, for the stadium truck. I'm going to throw the guts back in that mini truggy, and that's going to be my backup. Cool. Yeah. So if I want to run two classes and I can't run stadium truck, I will run the mini truggy. I almost, I almost ran three classes yesterday but yeah, then I, I don't like it then i don't yeah, like it because i don't that's nope. not it's not three classes it's four because you've got a dependent racer in jo, your state yeah joe wasn't with me yesterday that's why i was oh, gonna okay. run three i still don't endorse it no three is stupid you're right you're 100 percent right and i just kind of i'm like nope i will not do it it because something's gonna the, it's all gonna suffer if you run three the only place that i endorse it is at uh, the the Schmeish Monceps uh, National yeah. down at the Hobby Plex. Well, yeah, huge to. races where they're going to have twenty five heats. Yep, and that that's what you do. But yeah, I I had a blast with my my stadium truck though. I think you're really going to like it. And I'll tell you what. So Jesse Schultz and Dave Larue they mixed in those two wheel short courses, and then there's four stadium trucks total. And Dave LaRue put on the goddamn pressure on me. <laughs> it I'm not surprised he wheels the hell out of that dude that it, stadium truck. It's, that it's he has. like the way Sam Savakul runs a Pro Four. It just doesn't make sense the way he can make that thing move. Right. Right. I haven't gotten to see Sean Van Dalen run his Pro Four yet this winter. I I, I don't even know if he ran it oh, on he, Wednesday. Probably. Probably not, but um, Seth ran it yesterday. Whew. Okay, just just railing. <laughs> I think the I next it. It guy was, so was like fun, five or like six laps down. Watching him run that class, yeah. Well, he still raced it in 2016. Yeah. So the thing is, Sean's doing some experimental stuff right now. I'm not sure exactly anymore. Um, I know that. Um, what's this? I. Uh, I can't think of his name now. He's um, the bearded guy from Big Lake drives a van. <laughs> I have no idea. What are what are we talking about Jesse? here? Jesse? No, Stu. Oh, Jesse Stewart. Yeah, Stu. Yeah. What about Stu? He also was messing around with whatever Sean's doing, so he might oh, okay. have a clue. Right on. Cool. So Stu loves Pro 4 also. Yep, I I love Stu. I don't I don't love Pro Four, but uh, Stu Jesse Stewart um, is a yeah he's a he's a quality human being. He's he's a pleasure to be around at the racetrack. He is. Um, my only experience with Pro Four was uh, Mugen converted one that Dan Williams had, 
And okay. that thing was so damn loose, I couldn't hang on to it at all. Huh. Okay. Yeah, and the owner... I, I like most people, did the 410.3. That wasn't out then. That, okay. that was uh, early days, like, when Techno might have had their first truck. It might have been a conversion still. Okay. And Lozy had their first version, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So nothing was great then. Nothing was great then. The no. old over, over-motored over Pro 4 class. Yeah. Hey, that leads us somewhere. Uh, Into our, the beginner segment, I got one for our next episode, too. We had a listener have it, give us a suggestion, but I like your idea better. Well, I'd, I'll leave it up to you, but... Um... You know we're we're gonna we're gonna keep coming up with things here and there. Why don't uh, why don't we give the people what they want first and what they asked for? Should we do and, two uh, of them? Then I'll give the people what they didn't ask for. All right. So this beginner segment is brought to you. Dang, I can't find it because it's deep, deep, deep in my messages. Is brought to you by Daniel Chumley, and he said. His idea for the beginner segment, he goes, check your endpoints and your dual rate and all that stuff. He goes, he was a beginner fairly recently, and he's running carpet off-road, and his dual rate was at 100%, and he didn't know any better. So he was getting full lock on the wheels on carpet. Okay. You mean his EPA was at 100 well, dual rate and well, well I, run, I run my dual rate at a hundred, so especially on carpet. There's two ways to do it. Um, you can turn down your EPA is your dual rate, your th- steering throw for your left and your right, and you can adjust them individually. Your dual rate will turn them both down at the same time. But God, I had no idea. Now. If you turn, so if you turn your, what is it, your endpoints down and your dual rate up, that gives you a different steering curve than vice versa. It will give you a different feel. Okay. What I do in this, probably a similar situation to what people are trying to achieve with turning down their dual rate. And by the way, good segment because I learned something. In okay. the beginner's RC segment, and I and I don't I don't consider myself a student of the sport at all. I'm I'm very casual. It's it's all for fun for me. Uh, but if I need to tune a little bit of steering out of my car, and what I actually try to do is, I'm gonna get there eventually. I'm gonna jump around with my sentences and not really put them all the way together. But we're <laughs> gonna get there. All right. Um, when I first build a vehicle, I try to start with my expo at negative 10 right and that way if i need to i can tune steering back into the car just with expo yeah and i like using the expo because you still get the full throw the throw that you set up with your endpoint adjustments to make sure that you weren't you know damaging the chassis or your servo yep uh but yeah i use the expo I turn it down usually 10%. I actually got that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got that from Kyle Holmberg as well. And then if you go out, go out for your warm-up lap, boom, you don't have enough steering. Pull over to the side of the track real quick, get to your expo, turn it back up to 100. All right, 
I got a little bit more steering for the initial steering. Are you talking Expo's different? Expo's a curve. Well, that's what I use. And the reason I use (laughs) it is because when you take 10% or degrees or whatever it is on the Expo, I don't have it in front of me, out of your radio, your initial movements on steering will slow down. Yeah, calms it down. Calms it down. That's what I use it for. Right. So... I think I've thrown too many things in my steering, and this is also off topic again, because you can throw, you can do too much. So Kyle drove my truck last night. He goes, your steering is jacked. He goes, there's something wrong with the settings. So I I have expo going on. I have feeling going on. I have speed going on also. I turned down the speed. So I turned down the expo, I turned down the speed, and I turned down the feeling. And I think it's the feeling. I have that too far down because you can go too far with it. Those of you that have been listening to the show for quite a while, (laughs) maybe you're chuckling in the background right now just like I am, just like Joe, to overcomplicate things. Yep. That is your shtick, man. It is. It is. All right. So you got yours. That was good. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I have a beginner's RC. What do we call it? Help me out. Uh, Just it's a beginner's segment. The the RC beginner's segment, which, by the way, is obviously it's a really well-oiled machine. This segment, (laughs) as you can tell by listening to us, it is available for sponsorship. You can contact Joe, not Ryan. Contact Joe. Uh, I'll respond. Uh, <laughs> he's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He's on Grind. Or um, I mean, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if anybody's interested in attaching your name to the show, we will do our best to promote you here on the podcast and out in our RC adventures too. Right. So, my RC beginner tip has to do with over motoring. No kidding. I love this. Man, do people like to over motor their vehicle and i'm not going to say any names because i did it when i first came in i came in in pro 4 had a 4300 hd motor which is what you want when you learn how to drive yeah that's that's something that really you know wakes that truck up on two cells but when you're coming in you're just learning how to drive. You cannot even complete a lap in the main event without crashing. The number one thing you can do to up your consistency immediately is to either put a softer motor in there or do whatever it is that you like to do to turn it down, whether it be punch, whether it be endpoints, whether it be going in and adjusting the physical timing on the end bell. you got to do something because you guys and gals, you can't control that truck. Yeah. No, it's There's it's some tough. people running mini truggy because mini truggy's freaking awesome. It's now a documented fact. Yes. Because it didn't go away in the first year. Thank goodness. I, I know, don't know I'm how happy. long it's going to stick around. I don't know if it's going to be forever. I wouldn't be willing to put money on that. But. A lot of people are loving that class right now. Yep. And we can't blame them. We absolutely love that class. But some of you people that are in that class should not be using a 5.5 or a 6.5 or maybe even a 7.5 turn motor. And you definitely shouldn't be throwing booster turbo at it. No. Y'all need to calm down. 
go slower to go faster. You go slower, you're going to crash less, less, you're going to get more laps in that five or six or seven minute main, whatever it is, and you're going to do better. Is it less fun? Absolutely. And, and that sucks. Because when I first got into it, the most fun I was having was running a 5.5 turn motor in my TLR 22-4. Why <laughs> I bought that car, I have no idea because the only people running it, running Mod Wheeler back then, were experts. Yeah. But I bought it, and I sucked with it. And I threw an 8.5 in there, and I was doing much better. And damn it, if I didn't put the 5.5 back in there because I wanted to have fun. And that's one thing. If you're just practicing, you don't mind if you break parts, whatever. Throw as much motor as you want at it, but I guarantee you're going to be more successful if you motor down. Yeah. And that's that. No, for sure. RC beginner segment brought to you by nobody. Yeah. I, I got a couple of examples. So for indoor at the toy box, I'm in the top four every week and I run a seven five. I could use a tick more sometimes, but not really. But on a bigger track I'm gonna be motoring up obviously. Um John Shore for a couple of weeks he ran a ten five and then he went to a eight point zero. He's running one of those weird uh even wine motors. Right. Is it does that mean it's kinda of like technically an on-road motor i don't know when they're even numbers like that i really don't know um i'm gonna get a different big track motor because i don't trust my 6.0 anymore yep um i'm just gonna get a 6.5 sure uh there's a couple companies I, i'm I checking out i think for the j concepts race you should dump a 5.5 into it and that way you won't have to throw turbo or boost at it i'll tell you what the only place if Alex does his work properly, the only place I'd be able to use it is the straightaway. Sure. Uh, that Well, when he ran the spring champs a couple years ago, that's the way it was. The straightaway, I was geared something stupid with my stock buggy. I think I was at like a 26.72. Sure. And Pretty it, low. It was great. Every, I didn't even run a fan on it, Ryan. And I was yeah. crushing with it. The only place people came near me was a straightaway. It didn't matter because I was lapping them. <laughs> so I don't I don't gear for the straightaway. But, you know, maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll get a couple motors, but I don't know. Right. When is that Schmay Schmonseps National Race? Uh, February 4th through the 7th. I believe the practice starts Thursday. February Wasn't 4th. that in like March or April last year? Uh that's the spring champs. That, uh, that they, yeah, I know, but I feel like that I thought that big race was a little later in the year that you went to last year. No, uh that was in April and that was 2 years ago cuz everything got shut down at that point. Ah. And that was the spring champs. Okay. So yeah, it's I mean, it's a blast. I can't wait to go. I hope Brad Sadvig can get in because there's a waiting list right now, and he's going to ride with Oh, is with, there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I – gosh, man, I, I started thinking about it. Like, I was tossing it around. I remembered I remembered you possibly saying that it was, you know, all filled up or filling up quick. Um, but when I, when I went to the toy box, I was having so much damn fun. And uh, another thing that made it fun, too, is I, I hopped in there for one main event. 
Yep. And did some announcing. And I haven't announced in probably two years or more was when I decided that I wasn't going to announce for free yeah. anymore. And uh, But I'll, I'll still, I mean, I love what, what Jason is doing at his racetrack, so I'll jump in there if, if it helps yeah. know, somebody to be able to marshal or you know run their own car at their own track, which is something I think everybody should be able to do. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But yeah, taking the microphone for a race or two is much different than doing like a whole race day for free. Correct. Correct. Which, yeah. So I, and since I don't do it for free, I haven't done it in over two years. Yeah. Those so people. I don't know if that says anything about my race directing skills or not, but I, do you, um, do you want to be the race director you, for the MNRC? I, I don't really go looking for that. So are you sure you don't want to be the race director for the MNRC? I am 100% positive <laughs> that a better person needs to do that job than me. And when I say better person, I just mean somebody that can actually deal with the bullshit of being a race director for a larger series. You know, I, so I got a, on the last round, things got a little heated. Everybody got a little pissed. They always get heated. It's RC car racing. It's so serious. I know. but So serious. So I came home that day. The last is in October. I came home and I go to Joe 3. Hey, do you want to run your A scale next year? And he goes, yep. If he would have said, nope, I'd probably still be announcing. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you can't turn down easy money. It, because it physically... It's a very easy job. Oh, you gotta yeah. drink water throughout the day, you know, stay hydrated, make sure you're eat, eating food and not getting cranky. Uh, that's uh, this is all for me, by the way. I don't know what you do. Uh hydration's um, important or you'll lose and your then voice. When anybody comes at me, I I just fucking shut them down. Yeah. Nope, not dealing with it. Got a race going on. Sorry, talk to so and so. Yeah. Talk to one of the committee members. Right, right. Which is how it's supposed to go. Yeah, I mean, I am a committee member, though, so people do come at me, which is fine sometimes. Sometimes it sucks. Uh, it's whatever. Anyway, so well, we so we did Wednesday. We did the beginner yeah, segment. I didn't cover. Yeah, I didn't cover any results. So we had all this toy box talk because right. it's the only game in town, and man, are they. Doing a good job of capitalizing on that. The layout's so fun. I enjoy this one. It really is. Uh, there's, yeah, there's just no doubt about that. So we'll dig into results a little bit. Obviously, I'm going to pick the 17.5 stock buggy B main. Oh, yep. shit. I'm not, I'm looking at the wrong week. <laughs> well, I know what happened in that one. I won it. Yeah. So there. Who else bumped uh, with you? You know, uh, I think it was Joe Scaramel. Okay. I, uh, I think it was Joe and not, for whatever reason, uh, Randy did not get back up into second place. I know that I know there was carnage throughout the race. I had a rabbit's foot in my back pocket or something. Everything that happened during that race, there were many, many opportunities for my race to get away from me through no fault of my own. Yep. And the car just slipped through it like cold trickle and days of thunder. Just nice. Went right for it, and by the time I got there, they were gone. It was beautiful. I had, oh man, I had so much fun. That's good. 
So, so these are Saturday's results at the toy box. That's why I'm not seeing anything. You go to uh, look at another event. Yeah. Oh, th- thank you, Joe. I'll, I'll try that. I, I thought uh, you were the expert at. <laughs> since I'm already here, it is my segment. It, it's been a long weekend. I, I did a lot of fun stuff. That's None of good. them RC related, unfortunately, but I had a wonderful time with my wife and some family and friends. Were you this up weekend. in Brainerd? I went to Giants Ridge. Okay. Uh, I went to Bawabic, Minnesota, to Giants Ridge Golf and Ski Resort. They are also not a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, they should be. Went up there, uh, went snowboarding, had a blast. Uh, They had an outdoor fire pit with basically what seemed like unlimited wood. So (laughs) we kept the fire going pretty much all weekend in the evening. Uh, Swapped a lot of stories with some fun ski enthusiasts and ran into some old friends because I was basically half raised at that ski mountain. That was like uh, cheap daycare for my mom. She would drop me off in the morning and pick me up at night, and Cheap I couldn't daycare. have been happier. What's that? Cheap daycare. I thought that'd be a little expensive. I'm sure you got uh, a season pass. Three hundred bucks for a season? Oh, that ain't that, bad. That's what a season's. That's what a season pass went for back then. Yeah, back then. I, I don't know how expensive it is now, but I guarantee it's less expensive than it cost you to have daycare for oh, those sure. three, four months. Yep. So yeah, and that was in a different time. You yeah. know, it was. It was not, uh, well, maybe some people frowned upon it, but who gives a fuck, fuck about them. those Karens? Yeah, no kidding. Did they try to make you wear a mask? Buggy. What's that? Did they try to make you wear a mask on the... I wore a mask when I was, uh, I had to wear one when I was in the lodge. Yeah, So when, in the whenever lodge. I was, and I, um, when I snowboard, I, I wear a mask anyway. I don't wear it over my nose, okay. generally. So all I had to do was pick up my snow cloth mask and put it up over my nose when it felt necessary. Um, I've gotten to a point with all of this shit that um, I just don't want to make anybody else feel uncomfortable because everybody has different beliefs. Yeah. And um, so when I'd get near people that I, you know, that I wasn't with, which you know you do when you're in line for a for a chairlift or whatever, I'd pull it up. You know, if I see other people wearing masks, I pull it up. People. Uh, People were going nuts for Lucy. Oh, so right. Kids, adults, everybody wanted to meet the dog, which we brought her with and spent a lot of a lot of the time that we weren't snowboarding, skiing. We were outside with with her. So uh, when little kids would come around, I'd kind of, you know, take a look at the parents, see if they had a nervous look in their eye. And if they did, you know, I'd pop the mask up and yep. everybody's happy. It, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't feel like I was inconvenienced or or anything like that it was fine that's you know, it's good winter, it's winter weather yeah i'm fine with it okay. so yeah i had a blast i didn't go to the toy box on saturday but logan anger did and he won the stock buggy b main followed by terrell harris and doug house and all three of those names i don't even know so that's awesome terrell and doug are um lake superior club members okay right on Truggy A Main, Joey Fitzsimmons takes the win over Sean Van Dalen and John Martin. That was an insane start. Once again, folks, guess who didn't make the podium? I was so tired, Ryan. Let's I, take a look at your laps. They were terrible. Look look at round two. First lap was 30 seconds. Woof. Yeah. I went from, oh, man. I don't think that, I don't know. What happened? Look, look at somebody else's first lap. I don't think he counts the first lap on okay. the way around. I don't right. think. 
that makes sense. Uh, so your first two laps weren't horseshit. Yeah, you but they weren't third great. Third to fifth on the fourth lap, you had a mistake. 19-second lap, went back to fifth. Uh, you spent most of your race in fourth, which is where you finished. Yeah. Um, I was very inconsistent though, Joe. Uh, look at round, so, look at round two, the difference in, look at my fast lap in round two. My truck don't, is. Don't care. Fast my, laps don't yep, win races. No, you're right. But I also had a really consistent, I had a 95% consistency in round two. Awesome. Why didn't you use it in the main? I was exhausted. I could not you drive. everywhere. My... 14, 13, 15, Dude, yeah. 16, 13, it was, it was 15, shit. 14. Yeah, and if you look at round two, with besides a couple of bobbles, is all thirteens. And you shouldn't have had too much trouble with uh, with nasty traffic, right? No, it was, it looks like great. everybody that made the A was a pretty decent yep. driver. They they were all good. Um, yep, it, it was it is a great main. I drove poorly. I was exhausted, and then um, so in the start, I started in front of Joey Fitzsimmons. He has an amazing start. And at the end, he's like, oh, dude, are you okay with that start? He goes, I ain't hit you or nothing. I'm like, no, it was great. He starts behind me. He shotguns around me immediately, gets on the tail of Sean, gets around Sean. He laps Sean with Zach's truck. Unreal. So he was on fire in that main. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see him back. Yeah, but now he's gone. You lose you lose young. Oh, he's gone. Yep. Yeah, uh, he's doing. Uh, he's going to be a late model mechanic for a while. So oh, he's gone. Okay. From... I, I like working really hard and not getting paid too. Yeah, That's no awesome. kidding. So he's going to be gone from now until the end of summer. Sure. Right on. That but, is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It, there is that. Uh, don't don't think it pays well, but but he's also uh, a young kid. I wonder if I wonder if he plans on being a race car driver in the future. Maybe. And this is like this is kind of like an internship. Yep. For those guys, for the young people, it's kind of like an internship. The old guys that run around and help guys dirt car racing, I have no yeah. fucking idea why they do it because there's no money in it. Because they're fanboys. Yeah, there's that. Um, I'd rather be in the stands with a beer Me and too. a bag of chips, watching what's going on because but I love dirt oval. You're not doing it for Dale, and you're not helping your favorite driver win the qualifier. I'm definitely not doing it for Dale, and uh, I don't do it for Dale on iRacing, and <laughs> I do not do it for Dale anywhere else. You know what I do it for? Fun. I don't know. The the love of RC, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Getting sappy on you. I got a new segment for you. Okay. Um, it is open for sponsorship, which you can talk to Joe about. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty common in the in the world of racing and writing and whatever podcast it's going to be a word association one i'm going to throw some terms at you okay. and i want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind if you need to throw a little description in there that's fine i haven't fine-tuned a name for it yet but i will and oh. hopefully we can get a sponsor for it and then i can tailor it around that sure you know, use a little bit of wordplay so we got a word association segment um you haven't seen these words correct nope i, I haven't sent you anything i had no idea until our two seconds we talked before the show i think i got about 10 words i'm just gonna toss them at you i want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind if you need to be biased because you're a sponsored driver now this is your time okay because the rest of the podcast i'm gonna call you out for it okay 
because we really need sponsors. Yep. You don't need it. I mean, you might need a, a chassis sponsor, but you're you're starting to be pretty good. Dude, you're starting to yeah. get really well rounded on sponsorships. I'm, and now we need the show to get sponsored. So here we yeah. go. Word association. Quick, rapid fire, okay. fast answers. Throwing the first one at you now. Wheels. Mono. He he went there right away, guys. <laughs> I opened the door for him to be a company man, and he went there right away. You put it in my head. Oh, <laughs> I did. It was. <laughs> I did do that on purpose. <laughs> I set you up. Sauce. TDK. Success. Seth Van Dalen. <laughs> no shit. Uh, Douchebag. <laughs> it doesn't have to be someone specific. I'll give you an out. Don't, you I don't want an out. Joe. I don't want an out. I'm thinking of something clever. Um, Joe, you got to give me something. Five. Old, four. Old men who lap sportsman drivers by five laps but refuse to leave sportsman. Hey, there we go. Tamaya. Kyosho wannabe, not exactly fast. Nitro. Expensive, dumb, but fun. <laughs> Upgrades. I don't do many titanium turnbuckles. <laughs> Airbrush. I'm terrible. <laughs> Adam Drake. Hanging on as long as he can. Oh, that sounds negative. It's not negative. He's doing it as long as he can. I kind of admire him for finding ways yeah. to make money in the industry. Exactly. He's very if if not as a top driver at the top races, he is still very very valuable to the people that sponsor him. Yes. And is he officially a J-Con driver yet? Because I yep. saw a sticker on his body. Adam and Rhonda and Joe Bornhorst and I think there's oh, a couple man. more. Oh man, how did they find the budget to add all of those mediocre drivers when they had to roll out the Brinks truck for you? <laughs> well, here's the deal. So I don't know what their deal with Joe is, but um, the deal that their J-Con is getting with having Adam Drake, think about this. He did two videos on the buckshot. Imagine what he's going to do for the reflexes. Yep, great ambassador for the sport. He really does it. We should actually probably personal message him about how to get sponsors for this program. All right. Last yeah, he one. doesn't like me. <laughs> he does I don't I I I take little jabs, but I don't do things like JQ, but for some reason he doesn't like me. You know, that's kind of bullshit. Maybe it's just he doesn't, you know, like your style. That Maybe, could be. Or, which, which is, you know, totally fine. We, you know, um, have you ever we don't hated, expect everybody to love us. Yeah. Have you ever hated somebody and you had no reason for it? Yes. And I try not to. I'm, I'm trying not to use that word anymore. Yeah. In that context. Because uh, it's not true. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I have a mortal enemy no. anymore. Um. My my life isn't perfect. I'm not perfect, but I'm I'm pretty well balanced at the moment. I uh, maybe not in general, but I'm pretty well balanced right now. I but I know exactly what you're talking about. But usually, I can pinpoint it. It might not be something 
it, it's something where if you say it to someone else, it sounds like you're fucking crazy. Like, are you serious? That's why you don't like that person <laughs> because their mouth moves a certain way when they say a certain word. And I'll be like, yeah. yeah. And I I'm unapologetic for it Yeah. because we, we, you know, we, we're all, we're all allowed an opinion. Oh, sometimes, sure. Sometimes, unfortunately. Sure. And, uh, so that's a shame. Uh, cause we, I mean, we pump his tires up pretty good yeah. on this podcast. Oh, we do. So if he's not a friend of Joe, maybe he'll be a friend of the Ran Out of Talent podcast, which is only, you know, 51% Joe. No. And, um, it, it's be becoming more and more 50-50. <laughs> All right. Um, we the last one coming at you. Are you ready? Yep. Crawler. Fun with beer. You. All right. That's our word association segment. That was fun. Doesn't have a name yet. Doesn't have a sponsor. Hit up Joe. He wakes up at four in the morning. Yep. Starts replying right away. Yeah. He Usually. doesn't even. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't shower, so he doesn't need time to do that. He I shower take at night. Inquiries. Yeah, I shower at night. God, Just... I was kidding. I, I love that I <laughs> nailed that. Well, um, I do because I get filthy at work. And then I shower sure. when I get home, and then I go to the gym, and I shower twice a day, just not in the morning. I do the same thing. I, I like to go to bed clean, and I know that when I'm leaving to go to work in the morning, I'm going somewhere to get dirty, so I, it's not a big deal that I didn't get in the shower in the morning. So I feel you there. Yeah. We got another one okay. that we talked about. Oh, my operator's calling me. Uh, hit the pause button, please. Okay, I'm hitting pause. All right, we are back. Quick five-minute break. It basically zero in podcast land, though. It was a half second. <laughs> uh, so I feel refreshed from that little break. Yep. Uh, we we talked about Toy Box. Um, one thing that's really cool is the, the Lake Superior RC Club that runs in Proctor, Minnesota in this, uh, in the warm months. They are rolling over there in Superior, Wisconsin, uh, a.k.a. America. Yeah. And they're doing some racing. They're doing some on-road carpet racing. You know a little more about the venue. Where is it at? It's at the Superior Armory. They've raced there for I don't know how many years. I, I want to say 10. Sure. Maybe 11. And this year they got shorted a month or so, so they got the venue for dirt cheap. Sure. Uh, they So they had their uh, 2021 New Year's Rumble yep. this weekend. Uh, it, it just completed a few hours ago. And one, two, three, four, five, five classes. And we'll just run through them. Okay. Uh, Euro Truck was won by Big Red. Do you yep. know who that is? Josh Gatowski. Oh, okay. I know that name. Uh, so Josh, Big Red won the Euro Truck A-Main, followed by Chris K., who is a usually a toy box regular, so that's awesome. Yep. That uh, him and I would presume his kid made it up to that. Uh, maybe not his kid. I don't see him in the. Oh, there he is. His kid, uh, Patrick K, got third. Okay. They beat they beat Porkchop. Nice. I, I still don't know who Porkchop is. That's Mike Johnson, Silver Mike Bullet. Johnson. He's a super Speaking nice guy. Speaking of Porkchop, he was in the next race as well. They ran World GTR. Yeah, World GTR that's, still that's, runs that's up there. That's foam tire, isn't nope. it? Nope, that's World okay. GT. GTR but it, is rubber but it tire. it is 10-scale pan car, it's right? 10-scale pan car with the Man, F1 tire. That is a dinosaur. It's a, it's a good class to learn how to drive because 
it's so easy to like overdrive and like chatter the front tires on those things. You got to be smooth to be good. I wish we had the class down here because it's got to be cheaper than buying a touring car. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, by like by a lot. Yeah, it's way cheaper. Oh man, way I'd easier be totally too. That. Way easier hey, too. Hey, all you people that are uh, flip flopping all the time on on road, let's get World GTR going. Obviously, on road needs another class, right, Joe? Yeah. Oh, you know, it just needs. It, I I need to like build a race program for one of these tracks and be like, these are the <laughs> these are the three classes you get. Fuck yep. off, otherwise. Yep, pretty much. That would that would be good. You, you put your foot down, you say, I'm sorry to the people that already have something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, you ask them politely to uh, to purchase their products, either from the lovely people at, you know, uh, Schmaller Schmobbies <laughs> or uh, Schmenesis RC. Yep. Or, or two, uh, two very decent dealers. So anyway, World GTR, I mean, uh, Roach. What's a Roach. Pat Rothschild. A roach is fast. Yeah. We know that much. He's he had very a damn fast, fast lap. Uh, Pork Chop took second in that one. Chris Warren third. Cool. And moving along to USVTA, which is definitely making a comeback. Yep. Jeff Ch- Jeff Chobin. Yeah. Jeff Chobin was in a VTA, A-Main. I wonder what he took, built it out of. Took all the – oh, I'm sure just his serpent, his okay. touring car. Yep. Uh so Jeff Chobin wins that one. Jess Isaacson second. Jared Peters third. Shout out to Mitchell Welch. He is one of my favorite Dollar Hobbies employees, Mine along too. with all the other ones. They're all my favorites. Yeah. And Mitch Mitch got fourth. So honorable mention to him. One uh, twelfth LSRCC Pro Light A Main, also known as Spec Twelve. Jess Isaacson takes that one, followed by Bruce Collins and Porkchop. Apparently, Porkchop raced damn near every race. Oh, yeah. At this. Uh, hats off to him. I, I've seen it done by a few people before at a few different tracks, and it looks awful. Uh, 112th stock. That's 112th pan car, 17.5 turn stock racing. John Wieda takes the win. Yep. Uh, let's see. Looks like looks like he had like a lap and a half. No, half a lap. Half a lap on Kevin Van Ert. Right. And Aaron Verkey. Okay. And Porkchop was not in that race. Where did Brad finish? Brad Sandvig, ninth place, two and a half minutes. Oh, he uh, must have blown out. Got 14 laps in and then something. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll fill you in on that. I'm sure. Because um, at the Dollar Hobbies race, he was only a lap behind Weta. Yeah, yeah. He's a fabulous driver. It doesn't even matter if we're talking off-road, on-road. Yeah. He's probably great at running a crawler around one-handed with a beer in the other. Probably. So, yep. Yeah, I, a couple weeks ago, we were trying to get him. Well, we're getting his mini truggy good, and he's getting there with it. It just It's way different than on-road, so. Sure. He's got the x-ray. He's all x-ray with everything. Sorry, I'm playing with the can of tire sauce right now. Neither one of us are paying attention to the podcast. Shame on us. I know. Well, so TDK, if it gets at 60... Yeah, if it gets to 60 degrees, it foams and turns chunky. Hmm. 
and it's been on a thing of it's been on a basically a brick of tool steel that's super cold so i've been warming it up in my hands and watching it turn back into sauce okay sorry just stupid little things i'm always messing with something like whether it be a transmission out of my carpet car or something like that i'm all, every episode i got something not in a bad way but i got something in my hands messing with it <laughs> way to save yourself there that was, yeah that was slick yep i i knew it was coming if i didn't well i am the grabber of low-hanging fruit oh you should sometimes be. it hangs so low that i won't even grab it but <laughs> usually i'll take it and run with it right right so what else do we have did you have another segment no no i don't well i don't think so, so I, oh yeah i did okay it's uh we don't have a name for it either because we don't have a sponsor for that either. But as I said earlier, uh, our segments are available for a very reasonable sponsorship price that can be worked out with Joe Jr. and not Ryan. Right. Emphasis on not Ryan, caps, underline, exclamation point. Um, but I want to do some RC driver shout-outs. Okay. Uh, it, and it, it do, it's not any particular order. It, it doesn't have to be uh, any specific criteria. I just feel like shouting out a few guys. Um, and since I went racing recently, it was really good to see Matt Hintzman. It is. And I, can't, I, can't, I have to keep bringing him up all the time because I got to give him shit. He was one of the first people that bailed on Mini Truggy. Yeah, immediately. So he, was a, he was a giant pussy. He bailed right away because he didn't get to race it like three weekends in a row or something when yep. the class was budding. But yep. to his credit... He sucked it up, he took it in the pants, and he bought another mini truck. He looks like he's having a blast with it. Yep. And um, he he's just a great dude to run into, so I, I like seeing him at the track. Good to see you, Matt. Uh, Dave LaRue, uh, beyond being an awesome human being and a lot of fun just to, to shoot the crap with, uh, thank you for all you do for our local region of RC community. Yeah, you help out multiple multiple tracks, as in uh, three plus. I know three for sure. Yep. That he donates some of his time to, and some of them a lot of his time. Dave Larue, you're a hero. Uh, don't ever change. We love seeing you. Um, another shout out, uh, Seth Van Dalen. So I I pitted by Seth and Sean and Kyle. Um, they were all right by me at the toy box. I didn't bring. A bunch of stuff because uh, inside my home in the the former location of uh, Ryan's messy RC room is where I'm building a stadium truck uh, a lot of people are having fun giving me shit for that by the way yeah. which is totally warranted because I poop all over stadium truck as a class oh yeah uh, often uh, it I want you guys to know it, it's kind of a shtick right like we like to have fun on this program it uh, it it gives me something to throw some jabs at, and then I get to talk to people out in the community about it. It, it gives people a reason when I'm in a hobby shop or at a racetrack. It gives them, you know, somebody that maybe I'm not super tight with. We still we have something to talk about then. Yeah, and that makes for it sure. fun. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm building that stadium truck, and so a lot of my parts aren't sitting there. I didn't have any pinions. <laughs> I showed, I showed up to the track without opinion for the stock buggy, and Seth hooked me up. Thank you very much. I'll get that back to you. 
since he he I tried to give him some money, he wouldn't take it. So the next time I see him, I'll be giving him back a 26 tooth pinion. But just uh, a thanks in general to him. He he's always uh, very kind, uh, always coming over to say hello and offer any advice if he needs to. Kyle Holmberg does the same, and uh, I I enjoy Sean Van Dalen. He's he's a very polarizing character in our RC community. You either love him or you don't, and I happen to love him. So yeah, he's a fun to guy guys. to talk to. They're all fun guys. So I'm gonna do a couple shout outs here. Um quick shout out to Randy Farmer Johnson for finding uh Orion um programming box for Joe Three's ESC. I've been right. I've been looking for forever and he sure. found one and got it for me. That's awesome. Um shout out to Jeremy Oldham for throwing me a part not yesterday but the week before. Um, you know the part that holds on the steering rack on the B6? I, no, I, because I don't work on cars much. But well, yes, I, I broke a screw in there. You probably have a broken screw, and you won't even realize it till you mess with the steering rack. Hey, how about it? And uh, I didn't have the part, and it was like three races before my race, and he hooked me up and got her together. Sure. And then, you know, always thanks to Senior for helping me. We've been, you know... Parts exchange and information exchange a lot lately. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks to Senior just for being a great dude. We're we're yeah. really lucky to have him in the community. Uh, nobody can rock a polo at the racetrack like Senior. It, yeah, it's it's always a pleasure to see that dude. So right, I, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I can't wait until the next time. Yeah, so. yeah, well, he's been having fun at the track. Um, he's um. Well, basically, Clay's the only thing in town, so he's been kind of, it's like when he gets to the track, he's like, ah, man, this sucks, I like carpet, et cetera, et cetera, but then it's <laughs> like when he actually races, he's like, ooh, this is fun, he's having, oh, yeah. you know, him and I are the, like, I'm, I'm like that with carpet, I'm like, why the hell am I racing carpet, and then I get a few races under my belt, and I'm having a blast. Yep, I agree, and I mean, I, I never bagged on well, maybe I did bag on carpet off-road, but um, I never intentionally wasn't doing it. I just, uh, a long time ago, I downsized the number that of cars that I had. The, the carpet off-road went. And the one thing that I'm not willing to do is to swap back and forth. No, it's a pain in the with, ass. With the chassis. I'm, I I just won't do it. If if I ever got to the point where I felt like, you know, I, I needed another class, but... I didn't want to outfit a whole car. I would just get the right chassis. Right. And then I'm fine with swapping electronics. It's actually, as far as um, working on cars, that's probably the least, um, the the least, I'm, I'm starting to get Least painful. I'm, I'm faded. Yeah, it's the least painful part of it for me is I, I like soldering. I like cutting and. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, with associated cars, you just switch around the electronics plates to what you need them to be. Sure. Yeah, I'd, uh, I never, I never really did that. But well, the thing is, like my is an option. my truck to make it ready for clay, it cost me a hundred and twenty dollars, <laughs> and it took me three hours to do it. That reminds me, I need to, I need to get online because I'm not aware of somewhere right now that has uh, T six point two arms. Yeah. See, I have a T six point one. And 
I need to get the arms. Like I drove Kyle's at the end of the race day yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was, we're running the same basic setup, except he has a point two arms and all that stuff. And he barely put much of a tune on the thing. No, it's didn't change much. It's very minute changes to get him where he's at right now from box stock. Well, Clayton came up with the setup. Cool. And then Kyle put it in, and he well, made he's, it. he's railing with Stadium Truck right, right now. I think he, I think he won this weekend, didn't he? Yep, he won. Kyle took second. I took third to lap down from those guys. Right on. You know, you can shout out your podiums when we're doing the results segment. It's yeah. I'm not a I'm not a dictator over here. But and again, though, Dave Larue in the main, we battled like crazy, man. Right on. Yeah, he wheels the heck out of that st- that uh short course well because so in the qualifiers in the first qualifier we were close because i made a mistake and he was like a second behind me and then i had a decent 21 lap run for round two um only a second behind clayton in that one but clayton had a ton of mistakes okay but in the main i'm wheeling the piss out of it i'm driving it right and then here comes Dave, and Dave passes me. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to really hunker down and get on his tail, and he made a mistake towards the end. I think there's like two minutes left. I got okay. around him. Yeah. Yeah, he drove the hell out of that thing. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah uh, he showed up to Dollar Hobbies uh, a month or two ago with a clay car. Had never raced on carpet, but he had, you know, offered up his time. He he built their uh, he built their jumps and stuff, but he he offers his time in the in the way of um, doing layouts. He yep. helps them with their layouts. That's good. because it for whatever reason, Dave just loves to draw tracks. Sure, and I'm sure he's been this way his whole life. I'm sure he used to draw out skate parks and ramps and all that. And um, I used to do it when I was a kid, too. When I was in middle school, I'd draw the same type of drawings that Dave does. They're 2D, they're top-down view, but you do put a little bit of 3D in there to see where yeah. the jumps are. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about used, drawing dicks. I, <laughs> Just I, kidding. No, no, I, did, no I, was, I was never – I, I never, uh, never did the dick drawing thing. Um, <laughs> thank goodness for my mom. She had enough trouble. With me, I, I never shut up when I was in school, so I got in trouble for that all the time. Um, but I used to draw BMX tracks and motocross tracks in the same way, like it was my job. And so, I, I wish I could find those. Me too. I'd, it'd be fun to go back and look at that to see you know, what I thought constituted a cool track back then. I never did RC tracks, but I did BMX tracks because trying to figure out jumps because they're all U and a U, or they were back in the day. Right. But as trying to figure out the jumps and how they'd work with like the angle of the gate at St. Michael, and yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, super cool. And by the hey, by the way, uh, uh, Rum River BMX up in Isanti, Minnesota, they were able to find a way to do pod practices. That's awesome. So I signed up for a pod with some of the old, the other old geezers that still like to strap it in and. And take a BMX lap, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be out of town for work this week, so I'm going to miss the first pod practice, most likely. I was thinking of putting it in the crane on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. And if just in case I could get away early enough to get down there and you know use my session, but um, I'll, I'll still have three sessions available, 
and I, I just wanted to, to get in there and, and help support a business that is doing whatever it can to try to get open and generate some revenue in these times. Cool. So, so I got some silly season stuff and I got a hey. pretty cool product spotlight. Maybe we can talk about it if we have time and then we got questions and that'll be it. So Tessman and Drake and Boots and Kyle McBride are out of Proline and so is Joe Bornhorst. Unreal. Um, a lot of those guys, I think they all landed at J Concepts. I don't know if all, I'm pretty sure. Um, Cavalier out at S Works and Ross Speedy's with TLR and Proline. You know, fucking, you knew that was going to happen. I I did not, but I I think it's really cool because they have capable vehicles. So good for him. Good well, for Cav. S Works is plenty capable. Their A scale, I should say, is plenty capable. Their 10 yep. scales, are, they, they weren't going to get there, and I think Cav was like, all right, I've had enough of that. Sure. That's weird, too, because uh, Sam Savakul had an S-Works that he absolutely adored. It's not the current one. Yeah. But he had a mod wheeler that he just railed with for many years. But he drives a piss out of a Pro 4. The kid likes weird stuff. Yeah, but that Pro 4 is a good truck. The, the yeah, Techno right. 410.3 is the best truck that is you know, still out on the market. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the S-Works A-Scale did him well. And with 10-Scale, he was running a TLR already. Oh, okay. Right on. So. The, Can't blame him. The Ross Great Speed car. thing kind of threw me for a loop, but I bet with the Lozy deal now, I bet you eventually all the Lozy pros will be running Proline. Kind of okay. like, like I think Dakota Fenn kind of got away from... He's an AKA guy, isn't he? No, he's J-Concepts. Oh, shoot. Yep. Yeah, that was, a, that was a couple of years ago too, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think Dakota Fenn's one of those guys who can kind of get away from the horizon nut hold. You know, just because he's just the marquee he's, driver? Yeah, he's Dakota Fenn, so I don't sure. think he has to run Spectrum stuff anymore. Oh, good for him. I think for a while he was stuck running some kind of garbage motor. He's at OS now. Sure. That's another thing. Ty Tessman's out of OS. He had signature motors with those guys. Bummer. Man, I wonder what the heck that's about. You know, I should look. I believe he, because this all happened so fast. It's like. Not that I, not that I really care about what happens to Ty Tessman, but I mean, he'll that's be fine. such a good motor. <laughs> That's such a good motor that it sucks to lose it. Uh, OS replaced him with Davide Angaro. <laughs> well, Davide was running LRP motors, and it's like, dude, LRP still a co- company? Holy shit. And aren't those uh, aren't those based off of an OS design? Almost everything is. It's either OS or Pico. And- sure. Um, and then, you know, hopefully for Tessman, he lands at one of those companies that uses similar technology just because right. they you know they know it so well. So Ty Tessman only announces departures and not his new company. So he's out of Proline and out of uh OS. I thought he was gonna be out of X ray personally, but hey, maybe okay. they, maybe they got it. It's always in the rumor mill for silly season. Tessman moving somewhere, but he always seems to stay 
Sure. Um, yeah, so Cav to TLR and um, Brock Champlin, after just crushing this fallen winter, is out of Team Associated. What? Yep. Somebody opened up the checkbook for the Brock, huh? Well, so I thought he got booted for some kind of situation that happened in Florida, but that's not what happened. Okay. I don't even know the situation. It, there was a video, and it was more well, than since a... Since it's not what happened, then yeah. you don't have to talk about it. Was, it, it was... You don't want to get messages tomorrow morning, Oh, Joe. God. I'm going to get them. It, I'm sorry. We do want to get messages. We want to get, get sponsorship yes, messages. Yes, we want to get sponsorship messages. Yeah. Not like, well, this is what really happened. <laughs> well, anyway. We it, don't care. The show's already yeah, out there. Yeah. So, Brock... It was his family's decision to leave Associated. He Damn. A crazy move, which would breathe life back into the company. I heard he could possibly be going to Yokomo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, they need a shot in the arm, don't they? Everybody a, was jumping off of that, that ship at the same yeah, time. That's a huge rumor. It's also possibly goes to Schumacher. Schumacher, now... They make their money off of tires. Everybody in Europe runs Schumacher tires. Sure. And, like, if you're going to race at an AstroTurf track in the U.K., you're going to go through two pairs of mini pins or darts or whatever in one day. Gotcha. So they're doing well with the tires, and they do fairly okay with the kits, but definitely they do well with the tires. Oh, right so on. they might have the revenue to pick him up. It would be a great fit. Oh, anybody's going to be lucky to have him driver wise. I don't driver know anything about him personally. So but. I I actually talked to Seth. Seth went to me one day. What are you? Do? So I watched his Facebook video, and it's kind of like a bland video. Like he didn't want to be doing a live video. It was after the JCon race in Minnesota. Kit, and I'm like. I'm going to Seth. I, I was talking to Seth. I'm like, dude, he doesn't. It's like you young guys. I go, what separates you is you have personality. And I was explaining the Brock view. He's like, what are you talking about? Brock is a great guy and all that. I'm like, he doesn't come forward. He just seems like he's bored and doesn't want to be doing what he's doing. He's like, sure. no, that's not the case at all. That's just kind of how he comes across on his videos and whatnot. All right. Well, it would behoove him <laughs> to remain relevant, you know, once his skills decline, because they decline for everybody. But, I mean, that's not going to be for a long time. But oh, yeah, if the industry does tighten up in the next few years, which, you know, could happen, we, yeah. don't, we don't know what kind of ebbs and flows we're going to see. Um, yeah, it would definitely behoove him to open up and show everybody else what the people that actually know him know. Right. So, and that's not easy for everybody. But no. Sometimes it's hard for people, but you're, you're in a position where you can't just think about, well, oh, I'm, I'm fucking fast and I win all these races. We, we don't, we care about that a little bit. I care way more about the personality. I cannot watch RC videos of boring people. Yeah. And I, I don't want to blow anybody out. I, I do. You know enough blowing. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, do enough blowing. Anyway, it's getting late. No, I I totally agree. Um, 
Speaking of, though, now look at the situation. Uh, I was talking about Seth. Look at the situation over at Techno. So they got four pros. Well, they put a picture up of like seven to nine guys. I know four of those guys are getting paid. Also, Jared Wiggins is, I don't know if he gets paid, but he definitely gets travel for it because he's R&D for Techno. He actually works for Techno instead of just a driver. So, But they got four guys right now. The next year to two years are going to be a dogfight on that team. Because mm-hmm. I bet you in two years there's going to be two. I, that seems that seems likely. Yeah, I'm hoping for Seth to blow him out of the water. I think he can do it. He definitely can do it. He's he's got the tools. Yeah, for sure. He's um, got the tools. He's he's got great support. He's got fast pitting. Whether he's got two really fast pitters. Yeah. Depending on where they are and what they're doing. So. Right. Well, you know, um, yeah, you're you're right. Um, God, I'm tired. I was looking at my notes while I was talking, and I just stumbled I'm really bad. Beat, so are we going to get the questions or uh, what? Yeah, let me just do um real quick. So Kyle Holmberg showed me this damn thing. I don't know. Do you ever mess with the Motoweiser? The Trinity? No, I, I do not. Well, it's a pain in the ass. You have these three alligator clips that like to go everywhere. Well, Wits Racing made a motor holder with three tabs that you put the motor in. And then you plug in the modalizer to the holder instead of messing around with those three tabs, just so it's less messing around. Your motor has a solid place to sit. It's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, but other, I mean, that's really the only cool product I've seen. And I've seen a lot of products because that's all that Live RC and shit like that covers. Right. And they cover us. We do appreciate it. We do. Um. So for questions, we had a few of them. Um, find the beginning. Okay, Brian Post is wondering: Do I feel this podcast has any bearing on his luck with acquiring sponsorships this season? For smaller companies, yes. For like um, DRC, Donathan, oh, for sure, this podcast has helped. But we've also helped him greatly. You know what I mean? Right. And same with Velocity. For sure, we've sold kits and all that. By the way, my new set, uh, my starting setup for the VTX4 is up in the mini Truggy group. Sorry, I had to put that out there. But, <laughs> like, for J Concepts, I don't think it had any real bearing on whether I got on or not. Mm. Mm. You could prove that by getting Jason to sponsor the show. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we'll get back to you on that one, Posty. Uh, I I do think that there is value in putting your name on our program. Uh, I, I think we provide some entertaining content, especially for the people in the region, uh, for the people outside of the region that listen. Thank you so much because we do appreciate most of it. our content is regional, and we do appreciate that you're interested in racing that's happening in an area that you're not in. I, I liken it to I used to listen to the MBM podcast religiously when I was building new kits okay. as a rookie. Yeah. And, you know, 
Hausen's racing. I, d- I knew I was never going to go racing where he was, yep. and but I I really enjoyed him as oh. a person. And I, I think another guy's name was Mike. Um, anyway, I, d- I loved listening to the guys, and if, and if you're enjoying us, uh, we appreciate it. Yes, because that's we're we're not doing this to get rich. Yeah, we're on here. We're begging for some sponsorship. Uh, we'd like to we'd like to see a little bit of income so we can spend a few dollars to improve. Right. What we're doing. I, I want to get a soundboard. Uh, and then just, just to, you know, yeah, make it worth the while a little you're, bit. You're not doing this to get rich? What the fuck? No, no, no. What uh, the fuck? I am. Yeah. Dude, two, I'm two banking. Two years in. I'm banking my. two years my, into this thing, and I don't have my second home yet. I'm banking uh, my life's plans on this, Ryan. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I did, and honestly, <laughs> it, some people out there might take you seriously, and I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, with Matthew Hausen, I thought we were going to cross paths a few times cause he, his home away from home is a track down in Muscatine and that's 10 hours from him. Sure. But when sure. I, fi- when I figured that out, they close the border. So he's stuck right. and he's going to be stuck forever. Um, Kurt <sighs> Roberts goes, since Dollar Hobbies is shut down for a few weeks, they should be opening up on the 11th, but yeah, they're shut down. Are there any other on-road in Wisconsin other than Superior? A guy named Eric said Freestyle RC built a new track in Marshfield, Wisconsin. And then, um, yeah, then there's a track in Muscatine and all that stuff. Is there a question in there somewhere? Yeah, he's wondering where there's if there's any other carpet tracks other than Superior in Wisconsin. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought he offered up. No, that answer. No, um, another guy did. He said uh, freestyle in Marshfield. Okay. So, um, and, and just to clear something up, it's he's referring to Dollar Hobbies Raceway. Yes. Do- Dollar Hobbies, the online retailer, and they have a storefront here in Minnesota. They are very much open, and I'm sure they'd appreciate your business. Yeah, the storefront's open for sure. Um, and then let's see, right RC goes, what are the glo- growing classes in your area what classes would y'all like to see die stadium truck just grew by one bro yeah what do you want to see he goes i think four wheel buggy and truggy mod to and he just goes on and he says nitro is the glory here's a question i'm gonna give you all the answers too yep no he says nitro is the glory which that's what they say on the no name uh no I, i've never heard of that statement or that show so <laughs> no keenan's good shit man keenan uh, is good shit i did does he have a podcast i didn't know that yeah he does he's, oh, okay. he's he all kicks right. he kicks her ass ryan i i'm dead that's very good for him because yeah. I am not aware of it. It's like <laughs> contemporary music. I, uh, I, it's crushing it sales wise. I no, don't even know what's going on. Dude, yeah, I I I love his podcast. But anyway, um, so mini truggy, Ryan and I started this. Well, this podcast has been around, but when Ryan came on this show, we would have three to five mini truggies if we were lucky. If we were very lucky. We would have to stick it in with the Pro 4. I bought a two-wheel drive buggy just to race in case some mini truggies didn't race. Yep. Now, yesterday it was a little late. We had a B main. Last week we had a C main of them. Yeah. And for those that aren't impressed by that, racing is a little smaller in our region because we have so many tracks. 
yeah. to choose from when no balls walls isn't holding us down. Right. So, so we get spread out quite a bit. So a C main in 10th scale racing for us is big time. It is for sure. And with mini truggy, when we only had, we didn't have enough to fill all the Marshall corners two years what, ago. Uh, what, what class would you like to see die? <sighs> Stick it out there. I'm trying to think what I hate. I'll, go, I'll, I'll lead. You keep, you keep thinking I'll lead. Yeah. This isn't my idea. I'm not, I don't want to pass okay. it off as mine. I heard it from a couple people at the toy box. They said mod wheeler probably shouldn't run anywhere except big races. You know what? I agree with that, but I'm going to throw in stock wheeler then too. Yep. Yep. So what I I hate that, I I was going to say instead, I would like to see 13, five wheeler die. You want to know why? Yeah. As opposed to mod. I agree because I'd rather see mod run and 13, five, just go away and dig a hole and, fucking die in it the lightweight shit they're doing to those cars are similar to what we were doing a few years back with um the b5ms because they were so heavy right i mean they're doing all this lightweight cut gear garbage just dude 13 junk yeah screw that man if you're screw it all the way run it's it is like you can get a crazy fast 13.5 13.5 motor if you're willing to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you could spend $80, and that's going baller on a mod motor, yep. and it's so plenty my, fine. My hate, my hate, my fake hate for stadium truck is, uh, is I'm going to shift that energy and just pour it on to the stock wheeler crowd. Yeah, but the, that's such a big class. But the thing is, like, Stadium Truck, you can't wish for it to die because it's not really alive. There were, And I, I don't wish for Stadium Truck to die because I never didn't enjoy driving that that truck. It just it was so spotty on whether or not you were going to get to race it. Yep. And then if you remember back a while back, state, I mean, Stadium Trucks aren't easy to hang on to as mod vehicles. No. And, I, and I'm not interested in racing stock stadium yeah. trucks. So for a mod stadium truck, it's kind of tough for beginners to hold on to it on clay. Oh, It's pretty popular so, on carpet because if you get a nailed setup, it's it's damn easy to drive. They uh, A stadium truck limits your mis- – you know, it hides your mistakes that you wouldn't be able to hide from in stock buggy. Sure. It's good for that. But it, it is a tough vehicle to drive, and therefore sometimes uh, people don't want to run it because they a lot of people don't like to be challenged. No. For the foreseeable future, my truck is going to stay a clay truck. Sure. That's yeah, I like fun that. I yesterday. Honestly, the days go by so fast at a carpet track usually. One class is plenty, plus you're taking care of your kids. Yep racing program and then you know we we like to go and mingle and be friendly with yeah. you know with our racing friends and 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 just with random people so well, i felt bad i i like i want to talk to the blooming prairie guys more than i did yesterday and right. a few other people were there too that i wanted to really talk to but the beginning of the day with my mini truggy i was on the struggle bus i just kept popping ball cups sure and i just said screw these lozy ball cups and I put associated right. ball cups and ball studs on the steering rods. I think that's pretty, pretty 
popular thing to do with with, with TLR the, vehicles. With the techno, for sure. So I'm yeah. going to say this now. If you have a techno, and on TLR, I don't think you can do it everywhere, but where you can do it with the TLR, do the associated ball cups and save yourself the headache. Right on. Dude, the, the I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind when a ball cup pops off because I know that I just saved money. Yeah, that's true. Or, or I think that I just saved money because the energy was released by that cup popping off and it you know it didn't bend a, a piece of aluminum or a titanium yep. you're or right something like that but the thing because is because guess what mini truggies are heavy yeah and they're fast and the leverage is way way out there on those long arms so when you crash with them things it's it's tough it is on that thing but they, and as it should be yep they were they were light hits when I was popping them. And then, so for my camber rods also, I haven't sw- I just put on new Lozy ball cups. I wasn't even thinking at the time. All of a sudden, my camber on both sides were, was just caving in. I'm mm. like, what the hell? So I reset it. Like, maybe I hit a couple things, but it, it was caved in, Ryan. Like, sure. negative six. <laughs> And right then on. I put that's, it. That's VRC setup. Yeah, right it is. There. You're you're right. And just ass backwards. So then I put it back to negative one, and then I go out and run. And then another one side caves in. So it's like I replace those. But I'm gonna replace that with associated here this week when I have time to sit and do it. Just yeah, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta get uh, creative with that stuff. Yeah, you do. Um, let's see what other questions we got. Um, Benny is wondering, is Ryan a mouth breather? (laughs) I'm, I'm working on it. Unfortunately, uh, when they, when they shut down hockey and BMX racing, uh, I don't have a whole lot of motivation to work out at the house and I tried to go for a run and it was just as awful as I remembered it. So I, I stopped that after the first round. That's why I have a road bike and you can't really use that in the winter time. Right. Because yeah, I had a trainer and I didn't use it. So I got rid of it. I wish I didn't get rid of it because now I see guys they warm up and they cool down at the BMX races on rollers. Okay. Now, obviously, you don't need that when it's warm out. You can just literally leave the parking lot and go cool down or warm up on a road or in the parking lot or whatever. But this time of year, it, it sh- when I went to the state championships, yep, it sure would have been it would have been really nice to be able to spin my legs before the race and then after to cool down. You know what? So I, I wish I still had them, but I'm not. I'm not going to buy them again. Warming up and cooling down sounds like such a good idea. When I was a kid, I didn't. I just went on the gate, cold as shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could. You know, bring a portable gate with me and snap some gates before my races. Boy. That would be the ultimate. So you know, it's cool. Because for whatever reason. Um, I'm not, I've never been very good at the gates once and I, I get good ones once in a while in practice and I never, ever get a good gate in a race. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was 50, 50 on the gates. Sure. It depends. Every gate is timed a little differently. Mm -hmm. If I could get that timing down to when my front wheel is going down with the gate. Right. But other than that, a lot yeah, of times... Yeah, that's funny. That is... It feels just like when you 
absolutely so crush a golf swing. It's so smooth. But yep. I was either too early or too late a lot of the times. I'm Yeah, I'm almost always too late. Yeah. Uh, I, I never go early anymore because I, I don't I don't come back anymore. Okay. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't back the bike up several inches to then come forward. Okay. I, I think I think sometimes they call it slingshot. Yep. I, I don't do that anymore. I just when when I start to hear the cadence and I know I can go, I throw all of my body weight forward and try to pedal at the same time. Okay. And that's how I get my snap. It's not as effective as having really good timing to to back it up and slingshot it, but I never hit the gate. Have you ever have you ever had a gate malfunction on you and have the whole crowd go over the gate? Yeah, I think we I think we covered this in oh, a yeah. previous episode. Sweet. I was I was at the the state championship finals one year and all of us went over. Yeah, I've had that. And then, you know, you just laugh it off, even though you almost just broke I an arm. I was not laughing. I was, cause I was pissed because I got hurt. Oh, you I did? Was flipping over it. Oh. And, um, and then I, I didn't perform, you know, how I would have liked to. I, I think I ended up getting fourth when I, I believed I was a shoe in for a top three that day. So I didn't, and I was 14 and trophies mattered to me when I was 14. So was so that was Brainerd? Out. Uh, that one was at the outdoor Raybines track. Okay. So it was, it was right next to the indoor track. It didn't always exist for the whole length that Raybines was there, but for a while it was. Yep. And uh, state, yeah, the state champs was there because it was, you know, it, that always happens in summer usually. Yeah. So, um, so. Jeff Brewstead had a practice gate at Dewey's Hobbies. Oh, cool. And I learned this, and I started bringing my BMX bike with me. And it was cold outside and always shitty because it was on-road season. Sure. But it helped so much. And then, <laughs> But it had a, such a rough drop, like it wasn't a smooth transition on the ground. Sure. So it was a little slower, but it was fun. And then Brewstead had a foot race with me and almost beat me when I was on my bike. Like he it, hauled ass. What, the, what, was this guy was into RC? Jeff Brewstead, yeah. I know I know his name from BMX only. No, Jeff Brewstead is way more into RC. Sure. Well, he well, was. His, his profile picture begs to differ. Yeah, he was way more times in life. You know what I mean? Right. Like he was huge into on road. He was one of the top mod twelve scale drivers back in the nineties. Cool. Right on. I had no idea. I had, and, and I don't know him. I've only seen him yeah. at the BMX track. Oh, so. he's such a super cool dude. If you get a chance. I mean, he's been on here. When we did that history podcast, it was Eric Swanson and Brewstead. Oh, cool. I Jesus. Yeah, I, now I feel terrible because that, that was an awesome episode. Yeah, Jeff's super cool. He got Joey's BMX bike going this. Sure. Because I ain't have any that's parts a really, left. You should it. find out what number that is because that's a cool throwback. You can tell people to go back and listen to that episode. It was I great. will look right now. It will only take me 15 seconds, but it will feel like a lot longer. Actually, it might take me a little longer. There we go. There it we go. already feels pretty long. I know. Um, because uh, I... In sad news, one of my one of my favorite Instagram dogs died today. Which one? And uh, his name was Rusty Rodas. Okay. He was he was a rescue dog. He was a a lab. Um, he was a he was a great rescue story because he was one of those uh, petrified dogs that you know basically probably never would have got adopted, but right. somebody took a chance on him. 
you know, showed them all, showed them all kinds of love and patience and turned, turned them into, um, an amazing social dog that would help other dogs with anxiety. So I've been following him for probably six, seven years. Okay. And, uh, he just passed away and it, it made me think like, oh man, um, a lot of the animals that I follow on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, they're all going to, you know, start dying off at a rapid rate here just because, you know, the life of our pets is so much shorter than ours. And I, I just thought I'd, I'd tell a really depressing anecdote while okay. you were trying I, to find that it. episode number. I found it, yeah. Uh, it's cool. episode 15. It was recorded on April 14 of 2019. Right on. So, it's a great one. Yeah. I endorse it, even though I'm not on it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'll take that because I'm like, do you want to come on and ask questions? And you're like, nah. A lot of those, you're like, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, and, it, you know, I would... I was fine doing that and it, it's still something that somebody can do too. If, if, you know, if we have, uh, you know, one of our friends or somebody that, you know, really is into what, what so we're doing, you know, I, you can come on and join us. We're, yeah, we love having guests. For sure. But I have people wanting to come on sometimes and it's like when we had KP on, that was super fun. And when we had, yeah. when we had Connor on, you know, when we have guys on, it's fun, but you know, don't want to come on just to come on. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I mean, we, we love, like you said, we love having guests, but like Chase, oh, dude, he was super fun. We we barely talked about his product, but, man, I hope he sold some some of his uh, deals. I can't, yeah, I do too. I can't remember the name of that product, but if he does want to sponsor the show. <laughs> no, I, I, I would say it, but I can't remember. I'm so tired. That's the command module. The it's, command module, uh, yes. Yeah, he's great. He's a great dude. He, he was very nice look, to me. Yours I, I looks awesome. I, it I, looks I, awesome. I reached into my own pocket, bought a command module from Racecraft. It was great. Yeah. All right, we got a couple of. Uh, Jeff Choban is wondering, why is it so goddamn hard to find basic info about a track schedule, classics, classes, <laughs> etc.? RC tracks suck at maintaining their website. Dude, and he's right. You got to try to find these Facebook pages. Um, it, and and, and you, you need to know how to run your Facebook page. You have to know how to have pinned posts. Right. That's... Pinned posts are such a key element yep. to a Facebook page that is part of a group or a racing organization or something. We cannot go through 375 posts to find out when you regularly run races. No kidding. No the good kidding. one, Jeff. Awesome question. You rock. You're a great dude. Well, another, another RC driver. Says, shout out. He's trying to find a on-road track that's running within a half day's drive. It's impossible. And it's right. like, well, there's that track in Muscatine that's great. And that's five hours, and you have Superior and all that other stuff. But, yeah, right now, man, it's light. I think there's something in Sioux Falls. I don't know if that's still running. They were kind of like, I think it's kind of like a FU club to Genesis, which is, I don't know. I mean, I, right. I get being that petty, but I would never put my money into being that petty. Right. Um, Dale Reek is wondering, will Ryan make a New Year's resolution to actually get out of bed and race, or is that stadium <laughs> truck just going to be a shelf queen? Oh, uh, probably not on a Saturday. 
uh, I have a really hard time giving up my Saturdays, man. Uh, but I sure do love uh, weeknight racing. Dude, I was such an idiot. So I bought a new video game, UFC 4, on cool. Friday. On Friday. And it took forever to install, which it normally does. And then I stayed up till midnight playing it. I'm like, well, I'll still sleep till 6. I'll be okay. I woke up to pee at 4 like an old man and couldn't get back <laughs> to sleep. So I was just dead to the world all day. <laughs> no doubt. Um, What else do we got? Is Joe going to run? Alkins is wondering, is Joe going to run JQ in 2021? I'm going to say no for now, but let's say, no, no, listen. So let's say I win that Mayako contest and it doesn't look like I'm going to be part of team associated at least this year. So I will be looking for a C-Hub car, but I'll probably go with HB or Kyosho. Sure. Right on. Um, just because... It's they're easier on a on our style of tracks. Maybe I'd even get the new techno. I don't know. Um, JQ's never out of the possibility, but man, they'd have to give me a deal that they're not willing to give me. Yeah, but unless so, like I was saying, um, Nick Watlett left team associated on the a scale side he's gonna run a jq car for a little bit if it gets his legitimate endorsement it might be worth a shot well you what is a legitimate endorsement from a team driver though nick will so nick's not on the team oh okay right on he's just running the car cool because he's Good like for him he knows the associated's up and down so mm-hmm. I guarantee this is not going to be the only thing he tries. I bet he's going to try Kyosho. He's going to try Mugen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. He's just what it is, man. He's just kind of, I want to say he's bored with Associated. Yeah, I, I well, really happens. Well, because he's built so many of them. He, he's raced them for so long and all that other stuff. Yeah, cl- clearly he likes to wrench. Oh, yeah. So that, I get that from him. He, he, God damn, man. If I had an eighth skill that I knew how to make it work everywhere, I'd, you you would never see me getting away from that, even for a good sponsorship deal. Nope. No way. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, if I don't win the Maya... You see, every, I, I talk to people, and they're like, why do you think you're going to win the Mayako contest? I'm like, okay, I really don't. Because on the RC Waffle page, I'm done for a little while. I went 0 for 30. My Facebook contest luck is not there. But as of now, I think I got like 1 in 100 shot of winning. Sure. Because I think only I think only 100 people shared the post. Okay. And I probably just wrecked Not going to bet the farm on 1 in 100. No, but it's better better odds than usual, but uh you you aren't lucky. No. So it's had yeah. 99 shares and I'm one of them. Right. So, I'm not lucky, but let's say I do win it. Let's say <laughs> I don't have to put my own money into a car. Uh, you'll still have to put money into it. You got to buy 
you got to buy enough spares to be comfortable, and that's a lot. Sure. Or if I get a Kyosho and be like, Greg Bommel, help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll need all that much help. I And, you know, he'd be willing to give it, yeah. obviously. Uh, good good ambassador he is. For, the, for those vehicles. Well, that, uh, that whole... I, think, I think those things just work. Yeah, around here they do but that whole wisconsin group is a great group of guys that are willing to help that they are so anyway that's all we got so yeah interested in sponsoring the show i mean man we're on chartable we're, we've done well our episodes do well when we post them so if you want to get your get some name recognition with your stuff yep contact me on joe's Facebook. got some deeper facts on that on I what do. the podcast does i don't track that he does he knows uh where we're trending and 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 he's right we we do pretty damn well within uh within the hobby aspect yep. of uh podcasts so if you want to jump on board like the guys at blooming prairie rc uh is this our our next to last episode with them or our last second to the uh, this is our second out of three and okay, then so it, they will I, be with I, us I again hope, in a couple weeks, which yeah. we appreciate. Yeah, we do. I hope they cho- I hope they renew, and even if they don't renew, we're s- still going to pimp their one race, and I'm still going to oh, go. Oh, definitely. I'm yep. still going to go racing there a bunch, too. Yep. Because i got to defend, you know, that best lap so I can keep good talking luck. shit. Very, very good luck to you, Joe. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh, and we forgot. We've ran out of talent.